0: Fields got a memoir coming out next fall. You found the Crowley Show, where your mom listens, and you should too. 412-922-2874, the number to call, tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Brady's Jesus, right? I've been told that this guy can do no wrong. Although I thought I saw him throw a couple of interceptions last night. Man, I know that the Patriots have beat up on the Steelers. I know it. I've lived it. I'm a Steelers guy. I care. My family cares. Everyone I know cares. But I'm a little bit tired of having to treat this team like they're not just another football team. Are they better than the teams that have been on the Steelers schedule this year? Yeah, they're the best team that the Steelers are going to have to play. But for the love of God, they play the same sport. The Steelers can beat them. The Patriots have lost to the Ravens in the playoffs. Steelers have beat the Ravens. Why can't the Steelers beat the Patriots? The Patriots have lost to Denver in the playoffs. The Steelers have beat the Broncos. The Patriots have lost to the Colts in the playoffs. The Steelers have beat the Colts. San Diego's made it tough on New England. The Steelers have... Made it tough on San Diego the last handful of times they've played them. Point being, they're just a team. They might be better than Pittsburgh. But they're just a football team. And I forget which Steeler it was after the game. Said it best, though. When he said, they're not coming to town as superheroes in capes and bleep. No. Tom Brady gets under center and he takes a snap. They hand the football off the same way. New England's not going to do anything the Steelers haven't seen before in their lives. It's a football game against a football team. Here's one thing that I haven't heard anybody talk about yet. And by the way, why would you listen to another station today? On that station across the street, the fan, they've only got one of their two hosts in, so that show ain't good. Downstairs, it's Dayon, not Madden. And he was talking hockey for the whole first hour. Nope. So don't listen to him either. Nope. Here's what I haven't heard anybody say. And maybe it's because those shows right now aren't at 100%. Ben's better than Brady right now. Right now, this very moment, one guy's playing better football than the other. Here's Brady's last four games. 93 of 138. That's a 68% completion percentage. He's got eight touchdowns, three interceptions. That's good. But it ain't typical Brady good. You boil it down to the last two games, one touchdown, three interceptions. Whoa! Wow. Jesus wouldn't throw three interceptions in two games. Imagine if Moses was the guy who was the offensive line coach, creating giant holes, parting the Red Sea. Tom Brady's average quarterback rating the last four games is 97. But in the last two games, he's got a quarterback rating of 70.9. Compare that to Ben Roethlisberger. 131 of 196. He's almost thrown the ball as much as, or by the way, pardon me, he's almost completed as many passes as Tom Brady's thrown. He's 131 of 196 with a 67% completion percentage. 12 to 3 touchdown interception ratio, whereas Brady's in four was 8 to 3. How about the last two? Ben, four TDs and one interception. As for Brady, one touchdown, three interceptions. Ben's average quarterback rating is 102.5 DVE the last four games, and in the past two, it's 94.1. So, Ben Roethlisberger is playing all-pro football right now. He just threw for 500 freaking yards. Whereas Tom Brady, the guy who's supposedly at the top of everyone's freaking MVP list, is throwing interceptions against the freaking Dolphins. The Dolphins! If Ben Roethlisberger played terribly against the Dolphins and the Steelers lost a game against the Dolphins, my God! The talk show airwaves would just be on fire today. He's not Jesus. If this were any other game against any other team, you would say the Steelers have the quarterback advantage right now. And you'd be right. But Brady's infallible. Brady isn't allowed to be criticized. He's trending down just as Ben is trending up. The team with a better quarterback usually wins the game. This week, that might be Pittsburgh. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four DJ up next on the Crowley Show. Hello DJ.
1: Hey Adam. Hey, as far as the Steelers game goes this week, I hope we're going to focus on special teams. Who are they playing? Clean... Who are they playing, DJ? They're uh, playing the Patriots. Oh, and we can't have no mistakes. No, you can't. But uh, if you look at that winning field goal we had, uh, it looks like that uh, Raven almost blocked that. It was just like a finger, finger uh, two inches away from blocking that kick. And then on a kickoff return team. Uh, we got to clean up that Martavis Bryant down here by the 10-yard line. We've we got to have some clean football there. And I think special teams is going to play a big part in this game. I, and I know you're talking quarterbacks right now, but it's a little thing that's going to matter. And uh, I don't know if you've seen that winning kick and how close they came of blocking that.
0: I did, but as my wife tells me very often, a couple of inches makes a big difference. It didn't get blocked. They won the game. But special teams will be... Something that they need to iron out before this game. Now, the kicking unit, they've been great. Kickoffs, great. Punting, fine. Returning kicks, though, that has been an issue. And Martavis Bryant needs some stick'em, for God's sakes. Mike Tomlin joked about that today in his press conference, saying if he could field them, he'd have been out there sooner. I'm paraphrasing, but that was the point. But did you see what Martavis Bryant did when he did catch the ball clean a couple of weeks ago? There was a penalty, but he took it back to the house running 23 miles an hour. No player in the league had been clocked at faster than that this year, from what I've read. But if you make a mistake, if you lose the battle of field position, it doesn't help you in a game like this. And I know New England's going to keep pooching it down there. It's what they do. They find all the... Area between the margins, and they expose you. It's why they're as good as they are. 412-922-2874. Woody McAdams tweets, I feel better for the same reason you said. It means we win, and even if they do get a bye, Brady has two games to end the season that'll be meaningful, and he'll need to play. Steelers, on the other hand, will be able to get healthy and rest players for three weeks. I think the Steelers still need to win one more game after this one because they lost the tiebreaker to the Jags due to -to head-to-head. But it's a good point, Woody McAdams. If the Steelers beat New England, their road becomes so difficult if they don't get that two-seed. It guarantees that the Steelers don't have to go to Foxborough. Yage. Yage. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. We got My man. Mike Pursuita coming up in 12 minutes on the show. He is the patron saint of the Crowley Show. And you know it's Pat's week when I'm busting his ass out. Are the Patriots going to try to take A.B. away? Is that the guy? There's this legend, right, with Bill Belichick, because he's freaking Senator Palpatine, Darth freaking Sidious, that he's going to take away your biggest threat. He always finds a way to lock down the biggest threat. How about Bryce friggin McCain last night was on the field and the Patriots kept targeting the other cornerback. So maybe Bill isn't always as smart as you think he is. But let's play the game. Let's buy into the hype. Let's dive face first into this narrative and say he's taking one guy away. It's got to be A.B., right? It's got to be. Double him, triple him, quadruple team him. Whatever you can do, you got to take him away, I think. Brown's got fifteen hundred receiving yards, ninety nine catches, seventy first downs. He's got twenty seven catches of twenty plus yards. How do you stop him? I don't know if you can. He led the league in yards and receptions before Ben Roethlisberger even turned it around. AB's this team's MVP. A.B. could be the league's MVP. So if I'm New England, yeah, that's the guy I'm trying to take away right there. But I don't know what you do. In the past, when New England's tried to shadow him with Malcolm Butler, it hadn't worked all, all that well for New England. Because A.B., if you put a guy on him man-to-man, he's going to eat their lunch. And he's going to catch 15 balls. And he's probably going to sleep with your mom. He's that good. I have a lot of faith in the Steelers' offense against that defense, man. Oh, my God, I have a lot of faith. Because finally now, if you take away Antonio Brown, you've got Juju Smith-Schuster. He'll be back this week. You've got Martavis Bryant, although he wasn't great last week. Still made a couple of big catches. You've got the tight end game finally working. Jesse James was excellent. You advance McDonald play well, although it's not a certain that he's going to play this week. I don't know what the Patriots do to slow the Steelers down. I know they're going to try to take A.B. away, but Le'Veon Bell's going to nickel and dime me down the field too. He's going to Patriot the Patriots, and that's what the Steelers did last week. They Patrioted. No, not Mel Gibson. They threw the ball 66 times. Now, a lot of that was down the field, but a lot of that was moving the chains. I don't know what you do if you're New England. Devin, next up on the Crowley Show. Sup, man? What's going on, brother? Just a uh, pain in my face like Darth Maul. What are you up to?
1: Listen to me, man. My favorite radio show. Uh, I'm if, the best. Bill Belichick is, is such a genius to take him away one player. If he's smart, he's going to take away Le'Veon. I think AB is our best player. I always told you that I think AB is our best player. But, like... I'm also like, Le'Veon Bell is our
0: best player. It's a, it's hard to pick when you have the best Man, at each position. It's an embarrassment of riches. Here's what I'll say about New England trying to take Bell away. I don't see the Steelers lining up and trying to run the ball against these guys. I just don't think that's what the Steelers want to do anymore. If they're going to use Le'Veon, they're going to use him in the passing game like they did this week and the week before. I don't, I think, think, seen, I don't think New England's not, got a linebacker that can run with this guy. Not after no, losing... Uh, Freeman, or Foreman, whatever the hell his name is, Hightower. Dante Foreman is the guy from Texas. Dante Hightower is the guy I'm thinking of.
1: I don't think that that they, I don't I don't know about running it. I, I think we should definitely try to run it as much as we can. We can't let them scare us away from running the ball. I'm talking about just get the ball in his hands. Whether it's handing it out to him, throwing it to him. When he touches the ball the most,
0: we win, and that's just a fact. For once, Devin, I think New England fans should be a little bit scared of Pittsburgh. I don't get the sense they ever are. Because the Patriots have bitch-slapped them. But if you consider the talent that the Steelers have on that offensive side, you can't stop them now when they're clicking on all cylinders. As long as Ben keeps up this level of play, they're going to put up points. If they put up 30, I give the Steelers a decent chance to win. If they put up 40, I give them a pretty good chance to win. <laughs> they might need 50, though. Up next, Mike Pursuta talks some matchups with us from the DVE Morning Show and the Steelers Radio Network. Looking forward to that. It's the Crowley Show. You know when we call on the big gun, Mike Pursuta, it's because there's a big old football game coming up. Steelers, Pats. 4:25 4:25 on Sunday. I know where I'll be. I know where Mike Pursuta will be as well. Mike, you are the patron saint of the Crowley Show, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks as always for the boss intro. It's a 4:30 game, but I think we can agree that uh, the Steelers will have to prove it all night.
0: There he is, Mike Pursuta from DVE, of course, and the Steelers Radio Network. Mike, I don't know where to start when it comes to this game on Sunday. So I'll start with this from Mike Tomlin's press conference. He understands that this is a titanic matchup. He understands the importance of this game. It sounds like he has all season long, certainly from hearing what he said to Tony Dungy. I know Steelers fans didn't like that, some of them. I loved it, and I like his approach thus far to this game. Yeah, I
1: loved it as well, Adam. I mean, we started talking about New England, um... Uh, maybe before free agency, definitely in OTAs when uh, the subject of press man coverage was brought up and uh, it was revealed that that's what they were working on just in case they needed it against New England. They talked about it in training camp. Uh, this is, uh, to borrow a Tomlin, a two-trains, one-track scenario that has been lining up for a while now. And uh, Bring it on. This is why this stuff is fun. This is why this stuff is compelling. Uh, no no offense to Jacksonville, which turned out to be a pretty good team and uh, you know might be a tough out in the postseason, but this is uh, Pittsburgh-New England. There's uh, not many better matchups than this.
0: There's not. I think it's the game of the year. And, Mike, I know the history between these two teams. I know what New England's done to the Steelers. But one of the things I've talked about today is New England still is a living, breathing football team. Like, you can actually beat these guys. There seems to be this air about town that, oh, they can't do it. Yeah, they freaking can. Well, some people can. (laughs) (laughs) Good point by you. The Steelers, you know,
1: when it's mattered, have not been able to. Uh, But, you know, that also uh, interjects uh, an interesting element to this game. and It's probably not one that anybody really wants to focus on right now, but This is the precursor game. You know, Mike Tomlin said it to Tony Dungy. It's probably going to determine where the second one is played. Mike Mitchell said after the Baltimore game, you know, the the one that matters is going to be the second one. And I think the Steelers need to approach it that way. And and what I'm getting at here, Adam, is if there's something that they're wondering uh, as to whether it will work or not against a particular matchup, a particular coverage, Uh, some element of their game that they're uncertain about, go ahead and try it. Uh, Yeah, you want to win this game, and yeah, you want to play the AFC Championship game at home if you can. But I know this much, uh, you know, when they were uh, in the state of health that they were in last year going up to New England, they were fully convinced they were going to win that game and go to the Super Bowl, and then Le'Veon Bell got hurt, and that was something that they just could not overcome, but... Uh, whether they win or not on Sunday, the more important game is going to be the next one. So I would, if, if I'm watching this as a Steelers fan, I, w- I would have to resist the urge to despair if they lose again and say, oh, they're never going to beat those guys. And I would have to resist the urge to say, okay, this year it's the Steelers' turn because that is yet to be determined. Rather, but the really cool part about this, I think, is going to be finding out how they match up and uh, maybe, you know, what works and what doesn't on each side.
0: Yeah, I think that you're 100% right with everything that you said, Mike. And one of the first things out of my mouth yesterday on the show was they might lose to New England, but it doesn't mean that the season's over. If they lost the second one, then yeah, the season's over. So it is going to be a little bit of a feeling-out process in this game, at least from the Pittsburgh side. New England knows how to beat the Steelers. It's up to the Steelers to figure out how to beat New England now, and I think that this game is invaluable for that. From a New England perspective, Mike, I can't wait to see what they try to do with Antonio Brown. I think he might be the best non-quarterback in football going right now. And to me, I think you've got to try to take him away as your primary dude who you circle if you're New England.
1: Well, yeah, you you make a lot of sense, except what if you get run on while you're doing that?
0: I think you want to go death by a thousand cuts probably than that guy beating you 20-yard chunk by 20-yard chunk. That's at least my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not saying you're wrong, with Bill Belichick being the old-school football guy that he is, Might think taking that running game away, is more important. That's what we didn't get to see last year, because uh, Le'Veon Bell got hurt, and he was supposed to be the guy that made the difference against New England with a lineup that also included Roethlisberger and Brown. Uh, and I'm wondering, is, is Belichick going to play his A card in that respect, knowing that he's probably going to play these guys again, or at least there's a pretty good chance? that'll play these guys again. If he thinks the way to beat the Steelers is to take away Brown, does he defend Bell this time? Or vice versa?
0: Interesting. Well I get I, a little too carried away with this? Or? No, I, I think that that, look, that's, it's Belichick, man. I think that you are on to something there, certainly. What I do think, though, is that last night's game kind of took some of the margin of error away from them, though. Because if they lose this game, New England then they're battling for that two-seed with Jacksonville. Then all of a sudden, maybe Baltimore has to go to New England for the first game. Maybe they have to go to Jacksonville for the second game. And then if they were to get through those two teams, you got to play Pittsburgh. So maybe he has to go with what he thinks can beat these guys the first time around, or else that road becomes pretty difficult.
1: Yeah, that's a a good point by you. Uh, I'd be curious, uh, or will be curious, to see how he plays it uh, on the defensive side, because uh, that has been uh, one of his strengths, and uh, if we assume, based on the point you just made, that uh, he's going to give it everything he has in terms of trying to win the game, then uh, it, it'll reveal a lot about the Steelers in terms of what Belichick thinks is is really must stop element of their attack, and and what's the window dressing.
0: Mike Pursuta from the DV Morning Show, joining me here on the Crowley Show, of course the Steelers Radio Network uh, pregame show, Mike. Do you feel better about the Steelers' chances after watching them play last night? Do you feel worse? Do you feel the same?
1: uh you know to me it's all about the Shazier situation right now, and uh they're not they're not prepared at least they weren't Sunday to play New England. I mean, they gave up thirty eight points to Baltimore. I think the Patriots would have hung a fifty burger on them uh, they and I'm not saying it's got to stay that way that was a That was a shock to the system uh emotionally and it, it really was uh, kind of pulling the Jenga piece out of the puzzle uh, schematically. They've got to obviously compensate uh, much better for Shazier's loss than they did against the Ravens. Now, maybe some of that is uh, Arthur Motes and Sean Spence uh, adjusting to, to bigger roles. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, that's going to happen, but maybe that's what they're thinking. Uh, L.J. Ford, maybe a little more A.M. In the dime, uh, he's not a guy that's played a lot of defense for the Steelers. Mike Tomlin talked today about uh, Joe Hayden practicing this week and possibly being available. That would certainly help. If you think about what they were doing defensively uh, against the Ravens, alternating left cornerbacks, uh, alternating inside linebackers, alternating dime linebackers. Sometimes going without a dime linebacker, which I had not seen all year. No. They, had, they had the three defensive linemen, the two uh, outside linebackers playing as defensive ends and six DBs, I mean, this is, uh, you know, you don't just switch this stuff around and execute efficiently. They've, they've got a lot of work to do and, and not a whole lot of time to do it in terms of shoring things up. I'm not, I'm not saying it can't get done, Adam, but uh, things have changed. And, you know, there's none of that next man up crap uh, with Brian Shazier. And, and, you know, I say crap. It's a good attitude to have. You're not supposed to let yourself be deterred by injury. But there are some guys who are pretty damn close to irreplaceable. and They're not – going to be compensated. You're not going to compensate for their loss by just putting in their backup. And that's what the Steelers were groping with against ball awards. How to play defense without Ryan Shazier.
0: Luckily for them, Ben Roethlisberger threw the ball 66 times, didn't turn it over. Got sacked three times in the what 70-some-odd times he dropped back. That guy, if he plays the way he did this Sunday, next Sunday, what percentage chance do you give the Steelers to win?
1: Uh, better, yeah. I mean, that's we're back to the old narrative from, uh, what was it, the start of last season when everybody was still uncertain about the defense. Hey, maybe they can outscore everybody. Uh, they've got this uh, armada of an offense, and what if they're putting up 38, 41, 45 points a game on everybody? Usually you don't go through the playoffs and do that. Uh, usually you run into a team that's pretty good defensively eventually, and uh, the game is more low-scoring and, and it's, it's, you just can't do whatever you want, but you look at the way Roethlisberger started to play again, you look at what Le'Veon Bell's doing, you look at what Antonio Brown is doing, and you know you can sprinkle in uh, a couple other elements there. That's, uh, that offense has got to be a handful, Adam. Uh, that's another reason why I want to see how Bill Belichick defends it, because he's the best in the business. Um, maybe he's got it figured out, but maybe he doesn't, Adam.
0: How big of a deal is it to have Juju Smith-Schuster and Martavis Bryant this time around? I know Bryant has been great and at times looked really lethargic there on Sunday, but I'd take those two as your next pieces against New England over Sammy Coates and Kobe Hamilton every day of the week, and we saw both of those guys drop huge passes in the AFC Championship game.
1: Yeah, it was too big for both of those guys, right? I don't think it'll be too big for Juju Smith-Schuster, though he hasn't been in, That game, Uh, you know, Bryant, I think, is competing, but he just doesn't look um, like he's going to have that breakout game that uh, a lot of us started waiting on once he got reinstated. You know, for a while there, the first half of the season, well, maybe this week, you know, oh, he caught a pass last week. Maybe this is the week they hit the deep ball, or this team is susceptible to the deep ball. Maybe this is the one that gets him going. You know, he might be a three-catch, 35-yard guy uh, that maybe can get you one first down when you need it and that's how he impacts the game. Maybe, maybe uh, he does haul in a big one, but it just when they throw deep to him, and, and we saw this again against the Ravens, you know, Baltimore liked to uh, play press coverage on occasion, and uh, the Steelers were determined when they saw that press man to go deep, and they attacked on Antonio Brown's side three or four times, including the play that helped to win the game. Uh, they even threw it to Bryant one time. It didn't look like it was reasonably close to being completed at all. Has a lot of passes his way too, but you still got to cover that stuff, right? The guy can still run, and uh, he is still a threat. But uh, yeah, smith schuster I think uh, a little more reliability on the possession type catches and uh, a factor in the running game. Which uh, you know, if you look at what Miami did last night, New England only had the ball for twenty-three minutes and change. I think the Dolphins ran for a buck twenty-five, buck forty, something like that. Uh, a lot of talk over the years about the Giants' ability to beat New England in Super Bowls. With four man rushes, hold the ball and keeping Brady on the sideline seems to work as well.
0: It does. Mike Pursuta from the DV Morning Show, Steelers Radio Network, joining me here on the Crowley Show. Mike Tomlin talked about this today, Mike, saying we're going to take what the defenses are giving us, and they finally seem like they're at a place now offensively where they can do that, don't they? Uh, the way that they attacked the Ravens, I thought was smart, given that they got Brandon Williams back. You spread him out. And you throw the ball. And when they packed it in, the Ravens stopped it. I like that now it finally seems like this offense is kind of where we thought it would be.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of that's on Ben Roethlisberger, uh, just making the the read and then the call at the line of scrimmage. You know, Whether you run left or run right, whether you you run or pass on those run-pass options that they have a lot of. Uh, I I think they do have to uh, keep doing that. I think they're capable of doing that. and, And... Dave talked about it. Le'Veon Bell talked about it uh, about a week and a half ago. Somebody asked him what the Steelers' identity was, and he said our identity is we can do whatever is necessary to win the game. and We have to figure that out, figure out how people are defending us, and then do what works. You know, go go to our strength away from their strength. It's, you know, it's kind of basic stuff when we're talking about it here on the phone, but uh, it's, it's a little more uh, complex in the game. They, they Seem to have that capability. They seem to have, uh, and, and when you talk about talents it's not you know throw for two hundred and run for one hundred and seventy. It's be able to run or throw right. as as the situation dictates. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I believe they can do that. Their their offense, uh, you know, maybe it's rather than form just in time, Adam, because uh, you know you've got the line, you've got the quarterback, you've got the running back, you've got the wide receiver, and uh, boy, even Jesse James, you know, they keep trying to replace him and he keeps catching the ball. Uh, Big catch the other night on that third down. Huge. Um, The Steelers' offense is going to be a handful. Now, um, you know, hopefully the defense can – I I don't think it's ever going to achieve the level of dominance that it was uh, exhibiting at midseason the rest of this season, but you can get that timely sack, you can get that timely turnover, and you can get that timely stop It just keeps your offense in the game. I think think that's what – what they can hope for when they host New England.
0: Mike, you've been around the game, obviously, a lot longer than I have. What does what is having balls mean to you? Uh, the Steelers seem to have balls, man. Like They, just, they win games when they don't play well. Uh, they've won four out of five, kicking a field goal late in the game. But they've been winning the games. I think there's got to be something to that.
1: Yeah, to me, it's when you blow a two-point conversion that would have tied the game against the Ravens, and then you give up a touchdown drive right after that because uh, you committed a couple of penalties that helped them get the touchdown. And you just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, okay, how many points behind, how much time, time to go to work. And you get a touchdown drive, and you get a stop, a three and out, and then you get a field goal, and then you get another stop. And, uh, you know, kind of like the Bengal game, the Bengal game was a little bit uh, to a lesser degree, but, uh, you know, they had to come back in that one, and they got a three and out. And then the offense got the time score, and they got a three and out, and then they got the winning field goal from Boswell. And uh, to me, that's, that's false. That's just, just not getting uh, shook. Is Mike Tomlin, I thought it was a great uh, point he made after the Ravens game, but you can get beat down mentally when you're giving up a lot of yards and points. But it doesn't matter how many yards and points you've given up. If the game is still there for the taking in the fourth quarter, that's when you got to make a play.
0: Last thing here for you, Mike. Nothing specific, really, but it was snowing today. Tomlin's talking about how big of a game it is this weekend. As just a fan of the game, how fired up are you? Because, dude, uh, this table in here is up six inches.
1: <laughs> I've been, you know, I've been waiting for this one since last January the twenty second. I want, I want to see what it looks like when uh, Le'Veon Bell is in the lineup against these guys. Uh, it's unfortunate Ryan Shazier is not going to be in the lineup, but New England's got injuries, too. I'm sure the Patriots would like to have High Power and Edelman. Uh, that's not going to happen. Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. New England is uh, the premier team in the last how many years here. And, uh, while the Steelers have had their moments uh, in that span, the Patriots have had more of them. The Patriots are the gold standard. Uh, I talked to Ben Roethlisberger in training camp. He said they outplay and outcoach everybody. If you're the Steelers, this is the game you want to play because you're probably tired of that and you want to see uh, a changing of the guard and uh, you want to be the team that uh, facilitates that change. So, yeah, somebody certainly can't get here soon enough and uh, it'll be a real nice precursor for the playoffs, kind of like a a really good app at a steakhouse.
0: Mike, I will see you there. Hopefully someone pulls the Patriots' fire alarm the night before and uh, give them a little taste of their own medicine. Thanks for the time, man.
1: Nah, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be advocating uh, criminal activity on the Crowley Show. Here,
0: would you? you know what? I might, I might as well just do it myself. That way I don't get anyone else in trouble. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks, Adam. There he goes, the patron saint of the Crowley Show. He is Mike Pursuta. We just got some Kogo's pepperoni rolls delivered. I'm about to house this son of a, you know what, going to crush it.
2: Dude, I've been waiting all show to crush it. We're going to do it?
0: Bet you I can eat it faster than you.
2: I I can do this. I can totally smash this quicker than you.
0: I'm kicking your ass. Facebook Live next. Oh no. Also, Steelers have something this year that they didn't have in the last two matchups from last year. It's the Crowley Show. Do it. We are sports. Stay up to date with us on Facebook, ESPN Radio Pittsburgh, or on Twitter, where we keep it shorter, at ESPN Radio PGH. Coming up at 6, Chris Price from the Boston Sports Journal covers the bastards from up north. There's one thing that the Steelers have this year that they didn't have last year. I'll go into that coming up in a few minutes. Kogo's gave us some pepperoni rolls, though.
2: Dude, this stuff looks good.
0: It smells good. Yeah. You know, pepperoni rolls are the number one food in West Virginia. Not even kidding. It's like the, the food that West Virginia is known for, pepperoni rolls.
2: Yeah, I believe that. Actually, that's the biggest thing with my family's Christmas is the pepperoni roll. We call really? it pepperoni bread, but same same thing. Comes out, it's gone before uh, even even anyone, before everybody gets there.
0: It's their signature pepperoni roll, baked fresh and served warm all day at Kogo's. You can get two for six bucks. And let me tell you, one's going to fill you up. Over one million rolls have been sold. So Brian and I are going to eat them here. And he told me he could eat one faster than I could. So,
2: Well, technically, you challenged me to eat one faster than you. And you said you could. I, I agree. No, I don't think you can. I, think
0: I, might be. I don't think you can. I think I'm going to kick your ass here. But if you want to check it out, not just here on the radio, it's going to make speaking very difficult. That much is for certain. But if you want to check it out, go to www.facebook.com backslash the Adam Crowley Show. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm dressed up as Darth Maul.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just that a point. small point that I, I do
0: continue to forget that because you don't look at yourself. In fact, it's one of my least favorite things About being human, is that you guys have seen me more than I've seen me.
2: It's funny because as the show's gone on, you started looking like Darth Maul, and like you kind of transitioned into like as you've been sweating throughout the show, you were a little bit Spider Man for a while. Now you're almost like Deadpoolish, like like it's been a transition as your sweat has changed everything on your face. You look good though, man. I look good. Yeah, you're a superhero anyway. Any scenario I just painted still a superhero. Oh, my God. This thing's like a pound. Dude, we're really going to race this thing. This is huge. That's what she said. Are you ready? Oh, nice music. Set. Kogo's pepperoni roll. Eat
0: off. Go. Now, how much are you going to
3: chew? What are you doing? I'm pulling off the excess uh, dough here. You still have to eat it? Save it for the end. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Oh, you want to save the joke for the end? That's a or bad idea. Well, just the
2: edges where there's no... Light, light. Yeah, you'll see.
3: It's very good, though. It is good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. This is going to take, take longer than a segment.
2: Pump up that Eaton music,
3: Jeff.
0: www.facebook.com backslash Adam Crowley Show. The thing
3: is... Wait... How did this become a radio band? Like, hey, you know what? A good idea is to do something that won't allow you to talk. And so you can't respond to me. <laughs> I'm taking big free invites, man. Here's one thing the Steelers didn't have
0: last year, they have this year. They're actually bleeping healthy. They got Martavis. they got Juju. That's better than Coach. <laughs> it's better than Coach. And it's better than Kobe Hamilton. Le'Veon Bell got hurt real early the last time these two teams played. They will presumably have him this time. So they're healthy. They finally had their full complement of weapons. And then the first time they played him last year. You're more. You're more. They didn't even have Ben the first time.
3: You're drinking with water. We never never told the ground rules.
0: Let me see yours.
3: Let me see yours. Right here. It's in a couple pieces. I think we're even about. I think I'm winning. But I am biased. Abolished. Here, you want the water? Uh I I can help you out. Here you go. Here's some water.
0: I threw it across the room. This is what we do on this radio show, by the way. We paint me like Darth Maul and we eat. No one else is talking. I thought Joe and Katie would be just talking this entire time.
3: A little (laughs) (laughs) play-by-play. I'm really trying not to joke here. That's a real danger. See, I got that down. There was
0: one butt I took earlier that slid slowly down the gut, and I actually got really worried.
2: You thought you were in it. No, yeah. Dude, you can't die on air.
3: Be great radio. It will be. ratings would be there. Joe, what's your confidence in the ability to give me the Heimlich if necessary? I guess I can try. Katie, no, not good. What about Tom? Dude, Kogo makes a pretty damn good. Oh, it's delicious, drag, dude. Man. It's so good. And I know what I'm talking about. I I went to West Virginia. Yep, and I'm bonafide Italian. I don't know if this bit's working at all, though. You know what? Who cares? We're eating dinner. I don't give two rats butts about this, man. You know what? Here's the beauty. It's snowing outside. We're eating pepperoni bread. We're going to kick some Patriot ass this week. Yeah, we are. You can't bring us down, baby. No. Good stuff. You know what we should do? We should open up the callers, the phone line, Give me your opinions on Steelers Patriots. Yeah, they can do the show while we're eating. Hey, yeah,
0: let me ask you a question here. You feel better, worse, or the same about the Patriots after what you saw from them last night? 412 922 2874. Please call. That's 412 922 2874. Again, Facebook
3: Live backslash the Adam Crowley Show. On Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley.
0: Yeah, you keep talking, too. I feel like I've got a disadvantage here. Oh! We got a caller!
3: Oh, you are going to tell us to bleep off because it's so dumb. There's
2: probably somebody who's about
3: to complain on this. Oh, yeah. We've got so many cars out there on the parkway because of the snow. Mm-hmm.
0: We got a whole new listening audience. <laughs> we trapped them. <laughs> and they have to listen to this garbage. <laughs> it's either this or listen to their show without Mueller. Mm-hmm. Or listen to Madden without...
2: Madden Yeah Well There's no content over there Across the street anyway Oh
0: Nail it The hell is that guy's name I don't have my glasses on today This looks potentially dangerous Just call him Caller Call him Caller 412
3: <laughs> Uh oh Dude like this tactically oh. Could have been two meals Right? Oh you got a little heartburn going on No I think I'm choking How Are you
0: do you know the Heimlich, Katie? Yo, can you pass me the water? I'm serious. Oh yeah. Uh, oh god. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four. I think that's. Choke Nigel head. here on the Crowley Show. Hello, Nigel.
2: Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? first time caller. Love the show. Thanks, dude. Hey, listen. It's the same thing as I felt the same at like the beginning of season, like I do this, like I do after after watching Monday Night. People just has to play a solid game.
0: No mistake. And they rarely lose back-to-back games. So it's not like the Dolphins did anybody a favor. I didn't listen to any of that. Thanks, Nigel. Four one two nine two 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 wait i am sorry. Brian's getting so much closer to finishing this because he's eating it. Well, I'm talking. I've been talking, too. Jonathan says, no cam last year either. Careful with that pepperoni roll. Remember your bet. Oh, son of a bitch.
2: I need to have a six-pack. Yeah. This is hard. Like, this is the only show in the world where one day we'll be like, hey, we're all getting in shape. Next day, you come up with an eating contest, which is basically like the most full, fattening food you can eat. Whoa. It's good food. It is. It's great
3: food. It's delicious. Let's go to Oliver in Pittsburgh. Hello, Oliver.
1: Hey, man, what's up?
3: I'm eating a pepperoni roll. What's up with you? Oh, I know. Yeah, y'all sound like
1: y'all having a good time.
0: What's on your mind?
1: I just... I just wanted to answer your question about the uh, game after watching the Patriots get thumped yesterday by the Dolphins. I mean, honestly, there's no there's no mystery anymore. Everybody knows how you beat Tom Brady. You play good man-to-man defense and you go get him. And that's what the Dolphins have done. That's why he's 7-9 down there. So, actually, I don't know how I feel now that we don't have Shazier, we don't have Hayden. I don't know if we can have the personnel to play man-to-man and go get him.
0: Yeah, I think with Joe Hayden – you can play more man on the outside, and there's a chance he comes back. But no Ryan here on the inside is going to be huge, especially trying to compete with Rob Gronkowski. With yeah. Rob Gronkowski being back in the lineup, that gives them their best offensive weapon. And I just don't think that the Steelers are going to be able to match up on the defensive side of the ball. For me, the key in this game is can you outscore him? Can you play the best offensive game you've played all season long? Can you? No! Can you? Brian's finishing over here. Can you, if you're Ben Roethlisberger, play the way you've played the last four weeks? Let's go to Richard and Wheeling. Talk,
3: Richard, go! (laughs) All they have to do is just follow the game plan that Miami put against them and hustle like they did and they'll beat them. I mean, just put the pressure on Brady, and uh, that's basically what they need to do. Mister, Mister Richard, you ever ate a pepperoni roll? Nope, never. Never. You live in Wheeling. I do. The hell's wrong with you? Because
1: I don't have pepperoni rolls They're specifically to uh,
3: Pittsburgh. That's all. Uh, you can only get them in Pittsburgh. You can't get them in Wheeling.
0: Richard, that can't possibly be true. Let's say, let's say you're on a date, right? And a fine lady says, "Come on over and eat my pepperoni roll." What are you telling her? Well, I have to
1: look for another date because we can't get a pepperoni roll.
0: You live Can in such you a it?
1: you
3: live in such a sad little world, Richard. My God, just finish, Brian. You should I finish? If you don't, I, I just, I'll die,
2: dude. I just beat your ass at the pepperoni bread challenge.
3: I didn't hear you talk barely at all in the freaking. I was segment.
2: trying to talk. You just couldn't hear it very well because. Oh wait, the hair goes. Oh.
0: I'm so much more Italian Thanks, than Thanks, Papa. Up next, Chris Price, Boston Sports Journal, talking Pats. It's the Crowley Show. I'm a loser, damn it! Angelina, Angelina
3: the waitress at the pizzeria.